and welcome to another edition, a special edition of the Somewhat Sports Podcast. I'm John Dennis, uh, and you can catch me overnight to 97.5 WPCV. Joining me today is a special guest co-host, Nick Stone. Hey, what's going on? Friend of the uh, of the show. Is, is the show special because I'm here, or is it because of what we're doing on the show today? It's both. It's both. I'll give you. I'll give you that. Just because you've you've joined us today, or joined me today, because uh, it's just us today. No Bubby. No John. They're still beefing. I guess I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get back to a more regular uh, schedule in the in the coming weeks. But for this extra special uh, draft spectacular, we have got. Our friend Nick Stone here, and uh, he's in a, a, a league, a couple of leagues actually, with me. Um, really big fantasy football nerd, as is myself. Mm-hmm. Um, You're reigning champion in our yeah, money league that we're in. Okay, okay, fine. I'll I'll give That's you that. Right. But I've, I've you, you failed to mention of, that, so I felt I, like I needed to say of something. Course, you got to stand up for yourself. Uh, and I, I won the the championship a couple of times. I'd like to think I'm uh, a couple of times. I. You, You've won once. No, sir. I've won in one in each league that we've that we're. Oh, oh. Well, so I mean, relax, okay. Thank you very much. The other league doesn't matter. Uh, okay, all right. Anyways, so uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a kind of a mock draft special today. A couple of uh, friends of the show are joining us. Some uh, guest co-hosts, uh, some people who are just very big supporters of the podcast. Uh, Bubby's going to be joining us on on the in the mock draft. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to be here, but uh, he does uh, have his phone with him, and so he's going to be drafting. And he'll have to answer for some of the, uh, the terrible picks I know he's going to make uh, <laughs> in this draft uh, when he gets back. Um, but at least we're going to have just the, the two of us doing our thing, and, uh, and a lot of friends of the show doing their uh, their part for this mock draft. Just because you know fantasy football is so big these days, and uh, a lot of people are really into it. And I like to think I can give some some good advice, knowing uh, what I know about football, and, and I think you can as well, Nick. So. Oh yeah, and just to to your point, ESPN, which is what we're drafting on, right? Um, they had their special uh, over the past couple of days, right? And th- just to tell you how big it's gotten, ESPN is not the only draft platform either, but on ESPN alone, there were one uh, one point seven five million drafts. Wow, that were happening like in that two day period. Correct, which is wild. Yeah, because that's not even the ones that go on after that point. No, no. So that's nuts. It's insane how big fantasy football has got. I know a lot of people have a lot of different leagues. Um, so I'm I'm excited to to give you know my thoughts on on what's going on here, and you know we can we can do what we got to do. I think it'll be fun. And uh, our draft actually getting ready to start in uh, in just a few seconds here. Um, I've got the first overall pick because I put the league together and I figured, you know, if you've got the number one overall pick, you know, that's something that... How convenient. Would... Yeah, okay, listen, it's just a mock draft, okay? We're, we're having a good time, okay? <laughs> uh, I noticed you put the reigning champion at eight. I did. Yeah, you're in there at eight. Um, we have uh, Bubby somewhere in the in the sixth range and then you know, a couple people filling out uh, in the roster. But uh, with this number one overall pick, um, I, this is going to be controversial. Okay, because I really like this guy, um, but not everyone has him number one. I know everyone thinks, oh, Saquon Barkley is the consensus number one overall pick, but I'm not going to pick Saquon Barkley, and I'll tell you why. I know Saquon Barkley is very talented, mm-hmm. but we've seen very talented people in the past not do well because their offense isn't good. We've seen mm-hmm. it from David Johnson, yep. who didn't do well. We've seen it from Todd Gurley, who was really good and didn't have a team around him. We know Todd Gurley's good. Right. He had so, a monster rookie season, and then it just fell apart. Correct. His sophomore year. Exactly. So 
I am drafting Christian McCaffrey in this PPR league that we've got. I think he's got a really good floor because of how involved he is in the passing game. Uh, not to you know, not that other people aren't involved in the passing game, but I think between uh, some of the guys who are towards the top here, Saquon Barkley, uh, Zeke Elliott, you know, guys like that, that you can make an argument for them being number one overall. I really think that for me, the the best, and you always want, especially when you're towards the top, the first round pick, you always want that first round pick to be a, a pick that you can really, uh, what's the word I'm looking he's, for? He's your bell cow. Yeah, well, not only that, but you want it to be a safe pick. Because right. we all saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell last year. Yep. Okay? And no one wants that, because that, that ruined a lot of league, a lot of teams last year. It ruined them, because they picked them number one, maybe number two overall, and it bit them in the butt. It did. So. It did. I agree with that. And honestly, I don't, I'm not arguing with, with your pick at all, honestly, because last year there were only two players in the NFL that had or two running backs, excuse me, that had more than 80 receptions. One was Alvin Kamara, the other one was Christian McCaffrey. Right. And both of those guys are already off the board. Of course, yeah. Yeah. They went number one and uh, number two, respectively. <clears throat> so, I, you know, that's the thing. You want that first, that first round pick to be someone safe that you can rely on with Ezekiel Elliott's holdout situation going on. You don't know what's going to go on there. You know, with, uh, with Saquon, there's, he is the entire offense right now. You don't stack want, the box and yeah, that, that's ex- that. Exactly. You know, you know, not not that he's not talented. Everyone knows he's talented, but I just don't see. I think of him more as what's you know what David Johnson was a couple of years ago. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, and, I I think too that because Odell's now out of the picture and mm-hmm. you don't know what you're gonna get with the quarterback situation, you're just game planning for Saquon. <laughs> right. <laughs> that that's it. You know. Yeah. Because that's that's how the Giants have to game plan. I mean, they have Evan Engram, who's a talented tight end, mm-hmm. and uh, he's actually going to be lining up as a receiver a lot too. But ultimately, like the wide receiving core is kind of thin because they've had injuries. Yeah, Golden Coleman Tate's, is in a hospital bed. Yeah, yeah, like it's Golden just Tate's, the whole thing. Uh, you know, suspended for the first four games. Right. So you know, you stack the box and you know make him, you know break tackles and right which what? he can do he can't do but he will also get worn out doing yeah, that too. yeah I, I remember reading a reading a stat that if you if you take out i mean you know what standard deviation is right yeah you know, where you have you know some of these outlier you know because he broke off a lot of big runs i think he had more 20 plus yard runs than anyone in the nfl did uh last season but if I'm not mistaken, his average yards per carry, if you take out those long runs, which I, I know he's going to get long runs, but I, don't, I think that'll regress a little bit back towards the mean uh, this coming season, especially mm-hmm. if he's the focal point of the offense, number one. But number two, if you adjust for not having those 20-plus yard runs, his yards per carry were like 2.3. Right, well, he he was super inefficient, but he was also a home run hitter, too. Exactly. That That's the big thing for him, yeah. you know. He, he's, you know, he, he's kind of like Leonard Fournette, in the fact that not an efficient runner because, you know, sometimes I feel like they try to do too much and they'll lose yards because they don't, you know, they just don't go down. But the sheer volume really helps their cause because no matter how inefficient they are, if they're getting 25 touches a game, you know, it's going to make a, a major difference, you know, in their stat line. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we're about midway through the uh, the first round here. Alvin Kamara went number two. Uh, Saquon Barkley uh, went number three, Ezekiel Elliott at number four, which I don't know if I'd draft, if I was in that spot, it's hard to argue with that talent, 
you know, because he, again, you can make a case for him being number one overall, but he's still working on that whole contract situation. Right. You don't know. And again, with that first round, I don't, I don't want any part of that, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uncertainty. Right. Um, and I mean, he, he helped me win my championship last year. Right. He's and he's a, he's, in my opinion, the best running back in football. The pure running. Pure, like, pure, pure running. running, pure running, back, running back. Yeah. He's a freak of nature because yeah. he's big, he's, he's strong. Fantastic. And, you know, he, I, like I, I watched it, and he's like 230 pounds, and I saw him, you know, leap over a six foot man. You know, it's insane how athletic he is. Oh, I'm on the clock. I should pick somebody, huh? That's true. Yeah, David Johnson's already off the board. Le'Veon Bell, uh, Bobby picked Le'Veon Bell number six. I thought that Bad was pretty pick. interesting. But, uh, he's again, the here. talent's there, but I just don't know if I want any part of Adam Gase's offense. I saw what he did with Kenyon Drake, and not that <laughs> Kenyon Drake isn't. You know, talented, but he's not Le'Veon Bell, obviously. Um, that being said, though, I, I've seen him kind of just stuff running backs, you know, in, in his back pocket and not really use them to their full potential. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Le'Veon Bell season is going to look like this year. Um, so DeAndre with, Hopkins went number seven. Who yep. you picking number eight? See, I'm torn because I love Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. I got ten seconds, so yeah. But I, I, I'm going to go Devontae Adams just Solid because pick. I'm worried. In New Orleans, at the end of the season last year, Mm -hmm. Drew Brees had a little bit of a drop off in performance, and the the struggles with wide receivers. It's not just you know their performance. If Mm -hmm. if their quarterback isn't having a good game, they're not going to have a good game either. Right. You know. So it's one of those things where with a receiver, you got to worry about you know who's passing and who's catching, and if you've got a forty year old quarterback who showed. Some regression last year, towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. towards the, towards end the, of the beginning year. of the year, he was lights out. It was oh, crazy. He, it, that, that team was firing on all cylinders at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no kidding. But I think that it's just it, honestly, like going to what you're saying, it's a safer pick. Mm. I mean, he, Devontae Adams has Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the better quarterbacks in football. Probably one of the best of all time, if you ask me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know I you've it. got the Tom Brady bias, of course. Yes, well, anyone I, who isn't Tom Brady won't even acknowledge in the uh, in the goat discussion. Um, Joe Montana, but yeah. all right, whatever. Uh, so uh, Michael Thomas went number nine overall. Uh, it's interesting to see who's going to be pick number ten here. Uh, Julio Jones, which I think Julio Jones. That first off, that wide receiver core, I think, is the best in football right now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Julio Jones just went off. Todd Gurley uh, right after that. Solid back to back because that way you get the floor with Julio Jones. That guy, even if he's not getting in the end zone, is still getting somewhere between like fifteen and twenty points a game, especially right. in, in PPR leagues. Oh yeah, um, you know. And then oh, that, that was the thing. He was he was having a ridiculous like fantasy season last year, and he didn't see the uh, he didn't see. Oh man, someone took the guy I wanted to take. Oh, this is tough. Joe Mixon. Yeah, I want to take Joe Mixon. I I have no faith in in Joe Mixon right now. But the thing is, uh, Melvin Gordon's on the board right now, and you know he may not play. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) So (laughs) you know, I like to I like to try to go wide receiver, running back. You know, but I I think I gotta go gotta go with a safe pick here. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is a safe pick. I think though, I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. He did finish. Now, I will say with Tyreek Hill is that he finishes towards the top end. I think it was like wide receiver three yeah. or something last year. He was very, very good uh, last year. But nope, he is I'm kind rolling of the dice. Yep, I'm, I'm rolling the dice. I'm going to go Odell. 
Really? Okay. Yep, I changed it up. I, you know, just because I thought that. Just because yeah. I changed your mind. All right. Well, it, no, because I wasn't listening. I was focused on the <laughs> clock. No, just in my opinion, thinking about Odell right now, mm-hmm. he has a higher ceiling than he's ever had because he has mm-hmm. a quarterback that doesn't have a wet noodle for an arm. Right. You know, so I think that he, there's a lot of potential there, and he's not. You know the. Even though they're gonna be looking for him, he's not, you know, the only weapon there. Right. So he he's not gonna be able to demand a, a you know, double coverage or anything like that. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I think that he has a more competent quarterback situation than he's had. Also, I think when there's more weapons around him, mm-hmm. um, he, other teams have to focus on other aspects. I mean, Nick Chubb is obviously very very Nick uh, Chubb, Kareem Hunt, at, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll at the end of the week, season, yeah, after yeah. week ten. Um, is it you know, 10 or even, is it 8? I think it's week 10. Oh. Uh, but Jarvis Landry is there, you know, which is going to take some heat off of him too. David right. Njoku. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of talent. Antonio Callaway is a good receiver too, right, right. you know. It's, um, th- there's a lot of talent on that yeah. Browns team as, right. you know, as, as much as people want to deny that. Yeah. You know, I, and I think Baker Mayfield is going to be breaking out. Yeah. All I right. don't think you can call him a breakout player because mm-hmm. he had a good first season. But I'm excited to see that leap that he takes. Yeah. You know, going from year one to two. All right. So I'm on the clock now. Right now, it says the top pick is Antonio Brown at 19 on this last nah. pick of the year. But I'm, I just don't know if I, I can trust the rapport between him and Derek Carr right now. I think we talked about this a little bit off the air. Um, he hasn't really been participating in training camp, obviously, with his foot issues. So that's, you know, kind of a knock here. I, got, I do have back to back picks. Um, so I could <laughs> maximize talent there. Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to go, I know this is tough. I really don't want to go here, but I think I will anyway. I think I'm going to go Mike Evans first. Um, I mean, that's a good pick. Yeah, I think that they're going to be behind a lot because that defense isn't very good, and I think they're going to have to air out the ball. Now, they have Chris Godwin on the other side, so they can't just spotlight Mike right. Evans anymore. Right, and the tight ends, like Cameron Bray and O.J. Howard. Yeah, both kind of I mean, coming into their own, and their okay. running situation is not going to be very good either, so I think no. they're going to have to pass the ball a heck of a lot. And, and, and I think with new co- with, with a new head coach in uh, Bruce Arians, yeah. I, he he's been proclaimed to be the quarterback whisperer. That's what they say. So hopefully for Tampa Bay fans' sakes, mm-hmm. uh, that, that you know, Jameis Winston kind of gets his act together. Right. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I mean, I think that's a great pick. I've had Mike Evans in the past, and mm-hmm. as bad of a season as his quarterbacks, Jameis or otherwise have had, he's always been able to produce because. He's just a freak of nature. He's he's got such a big catch radius. He's a strong guy. Right. Um, I mean, I, I went I actually went to a Thursday night game when they were playing Atlanta mm-hmm. and he made the craziest catch I've ever seen. Yeah. I think when he got knocked out by uh by somebody else like on yeah. the sideline, it was nuts. Uh, so anyways, my my first pick, like I said, was Mike Evans, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, my third round pick, which is at the beginning of the, of the third round, I think it might have been a little bit of a reach. Dalvin Cook was still on the board. Uh, Keenan Allen still on the board. A couple of guys there, but I think that for me, I kind of want I kind of want in on that big trio of of tight ends between you know Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, uh, and um, and George Kittle. Uh, those guys, you know, those are plug and play every single week kind of tight ends, in my opinion. I, I I agree with you. I you know Zach Ertz. A guy that I had on my championship team last year. Right. Uh, he he had more catches than anyone ever yeah. as a tight end. Yeah. 116. 
And, and crazy in a PPR stat, league, that's going to be... That's nuts. <laughs> but but the thing is, the three years prior, he averaged 76. So right. I think that that might be like a throwaway year. I think that's an anomaly. He, he's still, he may still get a higher target share, but they have da- Dallas Goddard there. They have Deshaun Jackson to take the top off the defense. They have right. so many weapons, and I think that offense functions best when they can spread the ball around. Yeah. So I don't think he'll get as many receptions. He'll still be top top three. No, but I still think with their with their running back situation kind of being as up in the air as it is, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be the premier like red zone target. You right. Know, once they get inside that ten yard line, um, I mean Miles Sanders looks looks okay. You know, he when he's holding on to the football, he looks good, but he has mm-hmm. some some you know some security issues, some ball security issues. Um, and there's a lot of guys in that in that backfield that I'm not sure. You know, I mean, of course, Doug, yeah, there. I mean, Jordan Howard's around. a thumper, right? You know, he and he needed he needs a fresh start. Just as a heads up to everybody listening, I went with Nick Chubb as my next pick. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's know. gonna be. I, I think that with with Duke Johnson leaving, that that backfield more touches. Be, yeah. More touches and you know goal line to go. He's a big. He's a power. You know, big, strong back. You know, and underrated gonna... pass catcher. Oh opinion. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a Georgia. Oh man. Yeah, a lot of these running backs are kind of flying off the board right now yeah. at this spot. Um, let's see. Last pick was Julian Edelman here at the uh, at the. Yep, carry on Johnson and Devontae Freeman were off the board. I think Devontae Freeman getting drafted in the third round mm-hmm. is a is a good pick. Yeah, I think you're getting some good value there, provided yeah. he can stay healthy. That's well, if he stays healthy, yeah, it hurts you. But <laughs> if he stays healthy. Yeah, he's the talent has always been there. It's just whether or not he can make it through a, a full season. And now that, you know, the the backup situation, uh, Tevin Coleman isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ido Smith is, is not a bad uh, compliment to him, but I think they're going to ask a lot more of Devontae Freeman, which could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on whether or not he can stay healthy. Right. Which has obviously been a concern, in my opinion. So you're coming up uh, in just a couple of picks. I don't here. know what Adam, I want to do here. Yeah, Adam Thielen's at the top here, which you know is solid. He kind of tapered off towards the end. Um, Brandon a, Cooks a little bit. Brandon Cooks is still there. Wow. Stephon Diggs is still yeah, wow. there. Wow, he this this guy just reached pretty bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the previous pick was Cooper Cup. Yeah, uh, he and we just said Brandon Cooks and Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs were all on the board now, still. Cooper Cup was uh, Jared Goff's kind of favorite target, but it's it's I'm not sure how well he's going to come back from that ACL. At least not ACLs right away. ACLs are and, tough for wide receivers. Yeah, and if you're at the beginning of the fourth round, you know these are guys that you need to be kind of plug and play starters each and every week. So I'll, I'm kind of torn right now because the the issue I have is I I want to get another running back. But these guys that are, you know, towards the top, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, I don't love any of them. So right. do I just load up at wide receiver? I don't have a lot of time to think about this. No, you don't. We got about a minute here. We're trying to fly through these here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can't you can't beat the talent though that's at the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Adam Thielen. Not, nice choice. Nice yeah, choice I mean Adam for for me, now I have, you know, I don't have the running back depth, but I have three top ten wide receivers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I'll I'll have the point production there. They're all high ceiling, or high ceiling and high floor guys. Uh, you know, if I if I got a piece together, something at the running back position later on, I'll do what I can. I I make usually make my money in the later rounds, anyways. 
as as you know, I mean, I, I cashed in on Patrick Mahomes last year in the thirteenth yeah, round, right? Which I don't think I don't see myself doing that this year. <laughs> no, I think that was kind of a lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I mean, I, that that happens. I feel like every year, like I picked up Alvin Kamara on like waivers. On waivers, the first yeah, year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, but you know, it, it's you. You know, you're you're top three to five picks are supposed to be surefire guys mm-hmm. and then after that you know you gotta you gotta do your homework and that's that's where championships are won that's true that's true all right kind of a run on running backs derrick henry adam jones or actually not adam jones uh aaron jones no aaron jones wasn't oh, oh uh, yeah. josh jacobs was josh picked. jacobs yeah. i see i i thought about picking him but I just don't want any part of that Raiders offense. <laughs> it, it, I, I think they're still going to be behind in games a lot, even though the defense is improved. Right. I think they're still going to be behind in games a lot, so they're going to be forced to pass the ball. Yeah, I agree. So that you know that fourth quarter kind of takes. Wow, Patty Mahomes off the board. Wow, that's interesting. Well, he he was a walking you know thirty point game in a lot of in a yes, lot of respects. Yes, he was. Um, and I can see. I just don't. I see the alert, but I have a moral stance of taking a quarterback before round five at yeah, the very least i would say like even like six or seven. Oh know, like yeah i mean and there. there's so much depth at the position now and there has to be some sort of regression i think right. for patrick mahomes in my opinion yeah well the thing is it, it some statistics that i've seen say that if you shaved some of the crazy plays that happened off of his stat line mm-hmm. he would have still been like the number one quarterback by 30 points instead yeah. of being the number one quarterback by 62 points or something like yeah, that. that so nice. he's still ridiculous. Yeah. But fourth round pick is is a pretty high price to uh, pick him. For, yeah, for Patrick Brown, I don't agree with that one at all. No, um, you're so on right the now, I'm on the clock. I think I'm going to go back-to-back running backs here just because I have Christian McCaffrey as my number one. Um, Marlon Mack is at the top of the board. I don't think I like Mar- uh, Marlon Mack right now at this point just mm. because there's going to be a lot of uh, not a lot of times but if they ever get behind in games he's going to have a negative game script he's not really a very good pass catcher at all right uh, I'm going to trust the guy who's in, a, in an offense with a Hall of Fame quarterback and I'm going to take Aaron Jones right now and oh, then I'm sorry with, I didn't see Sony Michelle's name there easy what? there <laughs> easy there um and I want to take Man, I'm not sure. There's some other guys. Robert Woods, I think, would be would be solid. Kenny Galladay. He, a lot of people say he's yeah. trending up. I mean, uh, you could also do Chris Carson if you want to reach a little bit. That's that's what I'm thinking. I think I'm going to go ahead and go with Chris Carson just because um, I think that he's the there most was a, talented he, back out of that backfield. Yeah, most talented in the most run heavy offense. Yeah. in football. Exactly. And then when Russell Wilson needs to make magic happen, he he's he's pretty good at doing. Yeah, that. him. I mean, honestly, him and Rashad Penny, you can't go wrong with either one of those two running backs in that backfield because there's enough touches to go around, yeah. and both can uh, catch out of the backfield. Exactly. So yeah, and that, I just don't. I mean, Chris Godwin. I like Chris Godwin a lot, but I think his this ADP is a little too high for me uh, at the beginning of round five. And plus, I don't want to rely entirely. Uh, on I'm sorry. I, I figured that you'd want to draft him and try to sell him to everybody like you did last year. He was talented. I'm not. <laughs> you can you can blame me all you want. I mean, I, no I, one. I, I, I don't there. have to blame you for anything because I refuse to do another trade with you since oh my the the one time I was scammed. You weren't scammed. I don't know what you're talking about. Two years ago. <laughs> Why are you so? You're still angry about that? Remind the people like, here what the, what the it's trade was. I, no, it's not even your fault. Like a day after we made that trade, Charles Clay got hurt. I was out, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, was, and I was stuck who, who with a rookie, Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah, I sent you Joe Mixon and Charles, Charles Clay, Clay for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, 
And at the time, I was like, I need some running back help. Charles right. Clay was a top five receiver, uh, no, tight end. Yeah, at the time. And, uh, and then he got hurt, and he was not the same the rest of the season. Honestly, he hasn't been the same since. No, I don't think so either. No. Um, so, but yeah, it's one of those things. Trades happen, you know. Sometimes you're on the good side. Injuries you're on the happen. Bad side. Exactly. You, you can't. You know, I blame you, but I'm just angry at myself and <laughs> and the football gods. Yeah. You know, because that's yeah. really what it was. This is a couple of years ago. Right? Was Jim Mixon's uh, rookie year? You said. Yeah, because so the, the only reason why I did that was because I drafted. I had the first overall pick. I drafted David Johnson. And he got hurt. He broke his wrist three quarters. <laughs> Into, into the, the first game of the season. And I was just, I was heartbroken because right. it was right after his breakout season. Oh, I'm on the clock. Hello. James White at the top of your board. Sonny Michelle, a couple of New England running backs. But that's the thing, though. You can never, Sonny Michelle's got a couple of knee procedures already in the bank. And he's only a rookie. James uh, White is solid, but that's the thing. Sometimes you can't really rely on him week to week. Sometimes he'll give you a five point game, and sometimes he'll give you a 25 point game. Right. But I like. I like him. If uh, I'm going to pick one of these two guys because I do need a running back. I, right. I don't have much of a choice here. But between the two of them, I'm going to go with James White, even though they said that Sony's going to be more involved in the passing game just because James White, the best ability is availability. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that will be my pick. Solid choice. Yeah, he kind of came I mean, I, I drafted Sony Michelle last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so mad at you for that. I know because I got a pretty good deal. I can't remember exactly what round I picked. Oh up. yeah, it was late. Yeah, it was pretty late. And but I, I mean, the talent was there. You know, ever since he was at uh, at Georgia. You mm-hmm. know, so for me, I, I kind of want. I was hoping he'd kind of be that Legarrette Blunt. You know, from a couple of years ago, where you know, even if he's not super involved in the passing game, they give him the ball in the goal line, and they did. I mean, he was he was a really solid pick for me when he was out there. You right. Know, that was the thing. He was. It was. You know, he had a couple of games that he that he missed, um, and that was tough, obviously. But when he was out there, he was a solid running back. Um, so I don't really think you could have gone too wrong either way there, but I think in terms of injury history, you definitely want to go for the guy who's been injured less, you know, right. especially when they're as tight in the projections uh, as they're saying. So I would say it's a solid choice. Evan Ingram off the board. Now that we're making a run on some of these second-tier uh, tight ends, O.J. Howard just went off. I think Evan Ingram is going to be really good in this because when Odell Beckham uh, Jr. was gone for a couple of weeks, um, I think it was Evan Ingram's first year in the yeah. league, he had a couple of weeks like back-to-back-to-back to back to back where was... he was like the focal point of that offense, and uh-huh. he was really, really solid. Well, he, he's super athletic, and he's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that really plays well. And he, he has really good hands, which helps you know offset the poor throws. They get tossed his way sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and if at any point Daniel Jones ends up uh, entering the mix, I mean, I know they said that their their goal is for him to be on the bench all the season, kind of learn under mm-hmm. Eli Manning, uh, which makes sense because you don't want to throw him out there with such, you know, few weapons, especially in that wide receiver room right. where a lot of them have been injured. Uh, so I kind of see, you know, I, I kind of see what they're what they're going at there. But if at any point he does have to step in, uh, the tight end, you know, is a lot of times a security blanket for uh, for young quarterbacks. So mm. not, not a bad idea there. I'm to get, torn here to right now. Are you on the clock now? Yeah, you are. Tevin Coleman just taken off the board. Yeah, uh, Tevin Coleman's a good pick. Yeah, right now the top of the uh, the draft, at least in terms of projections, they've got Kenyon Drake. I just Tyler can't Lockett, do it. Mike Williams. I just I, I think that that team is going to be that bad. Miami, yeah, yeah. As a Miami fan, I, I wouldn't blame you. Plus, I think uh, Kenyon Drake was uh, was spotted in a walking boot. Yeah, he today. was. Um, so I'm th- I'm thinking Philip Lindsay, honestly. 
I mean, Philip Lindsay. That is that is kind of down. That's a, that's a little bit of a reach in a lot of people's eyes. I know, but I need a running for, back. Yeah, explain yourself for, for for Philip Lindsay. I just need a running back. And all I, right, that's yeah. a good, as good a reason as any. Here you go. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna wait because he is pretty far down. I didn't realize that. So Mike Williams, because choice. I have a football crush on Mike Williams because he's an a monster. Who doesn't? And, I mean, I mean, you saw the anyone who had him last year saw the types of games he can have mm-hmm. because he's six five, he's two twenty five, great hands. He's just a, basically a prototypical you know Clemson wide receiver. Right. He's big, fast, catches everything. Yeah, and he's got a Hall of Fame quarterback to yep. Although he did have the kind of Drew Brees treatment a little bit where he kind of tapered he, off. Yeah, he tapered off. But also, you got to think about it too. Is there's going to be a lot more. Targets going around because Tyrell Williams is out, that's so true. he's the number two now. Yeah. So you know this could be a good value pick. This could be what we were talking about. The only thing is I can only play three receivers at a time, and I have, <laughs> I have a plethora of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you could always you know make the play for trading some of these wide receivers for uh, some back yeah, up and talent. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, you know. All right. I'm about to pick away here. Tyler Lockett just came off the board. Um, DJ Moore on the board. DJ, I think DJ Moore, Moore is a great a pick. Season. He's a great pick. He's gonna break out this Ooh. year, and he's gonna be an animal. David and Joku actually was taken. Um, yeah, like I said, kind of a big run on those tight ends. That's right. why I want. I kind of wanted to get in on that a little longer. I thought. <laughs> I thought about side. it too. I have the tight end. I, I, I want. Yeah. Or I was targeting from the get go because I didn't want to go after that top tier. Yeah. But uh, I've got three running backs right now. Um, yeah, I don't feel comfortable reaching for a running back. I think I'm going to take two wide receivers back to back. And I'll tell you what, man, this is tough. Mm-hmm. I think I got a running back to reach for if he makes it to me. Man, Tyler Boyd's up here, but I don't. I just don't think that even with AJ Green missing only a couple of weeks, uh, which they're saying he might at the beginning of the season, uh, he just he didn't have the same kind of value without. Uh, Right, AJ Green. Right, him. basically, he he was getting the number two corner on yeah. everyone's team when AJ Green was on the field, and he was able to outplay all of them. Yeah, oh man, right now, uh, I guess you got to go for for talent here. I'm kind of looking. Ridley. I'm looking at Calvin Ridley. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. Uh, Sammy Watkins is up there, but I'm not really sure if I want to. He's he's low floor but high ceiling. Yeah, he, you know he's he's super talented. And again, I can always go with AJ Green, which the talent is there. And well, who do you have at, for your wide receivers right now? My receivers right now are Mike Evans and and DJ Moore. So he wouldn't be starting right away, and he's the number one wide receiver. Uh, well, all I'm going to say is a couple of years ago, you had the tandem of A.J. Green and Mike Evans, and you won that season. That's true. A.J. Green is off the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because, you know, he's, he's when he's on the he's field, just he is so consistent. premier talent. Yeah, you know, I mean, and he, if they're going to be in a lot of negative game scripts. That team is not very good, so they're going to have to throw the wow, ball. Drew Brees just went off the board. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with that. I don't. I don't. That, um, that was a bad it's, pick. I mean, it's it's round seven, so you know if you want to take a quarterback now, I guess you know I can't really fault you for taking a quarterback now. Um, I should probably start looking at quarterbacks. Oh my lord! Why did he take Drew Brees, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, and 
Carson Wentz are still on the board. Yeah, right now. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure about the Drew Brees pick, but again, he started. He was quarterback one for or not quarterback one, but quarterback two. You know, in that range. Like yeah, he was top end. three. Top yeah, three for, for the for first like ten weeks. Yeah, which I mean, uh, as as long as you're in the playoffs, a lot of times that's really all it takes. Um, but I don't know. I just someone take my guy. I don't know. Who was your guy? They did not. Okay. <laughs> who, are you, who are you trying to target here? You're oh, up, you're I'm, on the, I'm on the board. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. You have the, the pick of the litter here. Uh, well, I'm going to take Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. Interesting. You think yeah. that he's going to target the tight end a little more than he has in the past? He's going to spread the ball out because he's not going to be force-feeding Antonio Brown, yeah, I think, personally. That's true. And Jesse James isn't there anymore. Right. So it's kind of cleared that log jam a little yeah, bit at tight end. Yeah. And then I'll tell you if it gets back to me. If he gets back to me, well, you I'm have taking... a pick before I do. So, well, yeah, no, I'm saying it. I mean, like, this isn't live, so you can. Go it, ahead. If, if this guy <laughs> makes it back to me, Austin Eckler yeah. is going to be the guy I take because he was an animal last year, right? When he was filling in for Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a big guy, so between the tackles, running isn't really his forte. But he is such a great pass catcher out of the backfield. You know, he the first game of the season, him and Melvin Gordon both had like 25 points of right. ease, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and if Melvin Gordon misses any time, I mean, that is that is, I think, one of the one of the premier backs to have, right? Uh, in terms of uh, of handcuffs. All righty, we are uh, round eight, beginning of round eight here, and uh, Tariq Cohen just went off the board. Tariq Cohen, great pick. I think it, uh, the David Montgomery mm-hmm. is gonna. Take some of those touches away, right? Uh, because that they, looks they, really solid. They, they're really high on him right now. Yeah, I but mean, have you seen him run? He looks really good. <laughs> big, strong. Yeah, you know, between the tackles, runner. Exactly. Yeah. You know, then you have Tariq Cohen, who's still going to be the little, you know, lightning bolt. gadget player. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. That's the thing. He's a he's a home run hitter. You know. He's, oh yeah. He's one of those guys. All right. Well. All right. So it's back to you, your boy. My guy is still, still there, there, Austin Eckler. Yep, I'm taking him right now. Yeah, not a bad idea. I mean, Darius Geis is still on the board, but we haven't really seen him play in that Washington offensive line without uh, without Trent Williams. I don't know how good they're going to be. I so. want the Patriots to trade for him. Just not fantasy related, but Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've already made phone calls, but Washington's saying, "Oh yeah, we're not trading him." I mean, I think that they eventually will when he, they realize he's serious about not going in. Yeah. So. All right. So something that's, that's always important to do, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you match up your bye weeks appropriately. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of uh of overlaps here. Not yeah. not a ton. I mean, but right now I'll be able to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like I'm gonna have to pick someone up for the sole purpose of filling out a full lineup. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's one of those things where uh, week seven I'm gonna have to do some magic because I do have people that are on the same team. Which is always kind of a logjam issue. Yeah, you know who do you start one way or the yeah, other? Yeah, Chubb and uh, Beckham are both week seven. Yeah, and then on top of that, Vance McDonald's. But at least seven. they're like opposing position groups. Yeah, so you gotta like yeah. cycle some people around. I have that issue uh, with a couple of my guys where uh, Aaron Jones and Chris Carson both have like week eleven uh, buys. Christian McCaffrey, Evans, and DJ Moore all have week sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's gonna be kind of tight. All right. I am back on the clock, round eight, pick number 10, the final pick of this round. Um, Lamar Miller is top in the charts here. Miles Sanders also here at the top. I'm not a fan of really anyone here at the top of this list. Um, mm, Miles Sanders, they have a lot of excitement about. 
Yeah, but he's got issues holding onto the football, and if that tells me, yeah. I mean, it, it, in the history of the <laughs> that NFL, does not make a good that does not make a good running back. It doesn't. It doesn't. And right now, I mean, I'm not doing too bad. Um, there's kind of been a little bit of a of a run on on quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck off yeah. the board um, already. Uh, Deshaun Watson also not there. Um, man, Lamar Miller's at the top of this list. I just don't know if I want to go with Lamar Miller right now. Well, he's going to lose touches too now because Duke Johnson's there as well. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to take like Robbie Anderson or Will Fuller either. I know he's not bad, but Will Fuller is a guy that's going to take the top off of defense. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's had injury issues his entire career. Yeah, I just ended up going with Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, Safe pick. Yeah, just because he's going to get his. Um, he's got I sure hands. Yeah, and I know people like uh, Kenny Galladay a lot, but he, he had some Minitron? opportunities last. Yeah, Minitron. Uh He had some opportunities last year, and he he wasn't super duper consistent. Um, so I'm 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 okay with taking Marvin Jones at that spot, yeah. especially the last pick in the eighth round. Yeah, um, yeah. Some guys still here on the board. Like I said, I have back to back picks here because I was pick number one. I guess I could go back uh, to running back and still take Lamar Miller. Um, some other guys on the board, uh, D.D. Westbrook, Christian Kirk, which I'm not, you know, super enthused about. Um, I'm going to reach a little bit here because it's going to be a little while, and I think that this guy's going to end up taking that starting job back uh, from Philip Lindsay. I'm going to take Royce Freeman. I'm going to take Royce Freeman because even though Philip Lindsay played really well last year, I think the idea was to have Royce Freeman be the premier. They, they were high the on him, and then Philip Lindsay could, exploded. Yeah, they couldn't. You know? he couldn't get away from from the hot hand. Right, but he was super involved, and I think he's going to be more involved uh, this coming season. I think that you know, it's again, it, it's at this point round nine, pick one. I'm okay taking some dart throws, you know, here and there. I'm right. not a uh, because my my team is for the most part already set. Um, yeah, so these are guys just kind of filling out the the back end of the roster, kind of some bi week guys, um, and you're kind of hoping that some of these guys will turn into yeah, so you, know, you hit on some of them, right, right. So you kind of get a little speculative uh, in this area here. Um, some notable names still on the board: Rashad Penny still there, Emmanuel Sanders still there, Will Fuller still there. Uh, round nine, pick five. Um, Lamar Miller just came off the board. Uh, Naeem Hines still there. Uh, Duke Johnson. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, who, I mean, man, uh, how the mighty have fallen uh, yeah. with that offense because he was like a top. You know, I was thinking about drafting him and like, you know, fingers crossed. We'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah, but I just can't get behind the offense at all. They're just so bad. And I mean, they're. Uh, well, I think that I think Josh Allen makes a leap this year. I you think, think so. His accuracy was so bad last year. Right. But I think that that can be improved upon. Yeah, I mean, you know, because he, he doesn't need to throw out his arm every time. Sure, he he throws the ball, which he's one of those guys he, because he has a strong arm. He wants to show that he has a strong arm. Yeah, but if you put some touch on the ball and put it, you know, where you want to put it, I think that that will benefit him. Sure, you know, the biggest thing with Lashawn McCoy is injury issues. Yeah, you know, he he was solid when he. Oh, it's my turn. It he was solid turn. when he was on the field, but. You know, it was staying on the field. All right, so I think because we're almost at round 10 here, I'm going to go quarterback. And Don't you do it. Who do you want me to take? Who do I want you to take? I mean, if, if I want you to take, like, Will Greer. No, <laughs> Will Greer. Done. <laughs> done and done. Well, no, because I have a couple of scheduling conflicts. Right, right, right. And because I have Odell, I really don't want to take Baker. Mm. Um, but Cam and Baker both have... Weak 
uh, seven buys, which I uh, that will give me five people with week seven buys, six people with yeah, week that's, seven. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to take Carson Wentz. Okay. Not, uh, a solid, not, a, not a bad pick. I will say that I, I'm not super enthused about that pick because I, I did some some research on this and you know during the playoffs that's when you make your your bread and butter right and um he hasn't played a whole lot in in december obviously because he's games, had yeah because yeah, he's had his issues um but taking a look at some of his some of his splits um he's only had one game in his career in december where he scored more than one touchdown we're oh, still man. for more than one touchdown uh, his averages in December, 263.8 yards per game, 1.3 touchdowns, and 1.3 interceptions. So, again, I mean, if he's healthy, right. he ha- he's had some MVP caliber seasons, and he's got, I think, um, one of the more talented wide receiver groups that he's had in a while. Mm-hmm. He obviously adds some Zach Ertz in there, um, and that's going to help a lot. So... I'm not. I'm not entirely opposed to right. to that pick. But well, Baker, little... Baker was my original target, but then just reevaluating my roster. Right, and it, that's the thing. You have oh, to make it's some my of those turn calls. again. Yeah, it is your, your oh, turn. Oh man, again. you got seven seconds left. Oh boy, make a quick one. <laughs> I'm going for it. Corey Davis. Yeah, I want no part of. I know. The he, <laughs> I know. I'm hoping that this is the year, though, man. We, he was drafted high for a reason the talent is there ah i should have gone with someone else (laughs) who are you who are you thinking of now that i'm just i'm looking at daryl henderson and thinking about the injuries with 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 todd Gurley. Gurley. that would have been nice to have that yeah um it would be but i mean by all accounts they're saying he's healthy i think i'm a little higher on todd Gurley than other people are i think that he's had knee issues for for a while and he is you know, when that team is healthy and the whole, you know, and he's healthy, he is, you know, the number one running back. Right. You know, so especially like in an offense with, you know, Sean McVay, who's, you know, I think a, and a lot of people would say a savant at this point when it comes to to the offense. He does really well because, I mean, we saw what Jared Goff looked like mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, not <laughs> Sean McVay. And it was terrible. You know, right. all of a sudden, you know, he's breaking some records here. Woo, someone took a kicker. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it's so early. Yeah, right now uh, it says um, if I should if I were to take a quarterback, the number one uh, quarterback ranked right now is uh, is um, Baker Mayfield. And again, I also have quite a few week seven buys, so I'm not sure if I want to do that right now. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, Daryl Henderson here at the top of the list. I'm not sure if I want to get in on Daryl Henderson, um, but you know what? I feel like you can never have enough dart throws, and if he does miss any time. Uh, Todd Gurley does, then that's, you know, I feel yeah, like they, they spent some bolted. draft capital You're welcome on him. for that tip. So I'm going to take Daryl Henderson. I don't think I'm going to start Daryl Henderson, but it's kind of just one of those like, hey, it's, it's the 10th round. Yeah. So, or the 11th round, I guess now, because uh, it's that 10-11 um, back-to-back. And I'm actually going to go, man, right now, looking at my roster. No, this I've is looking th- pretty thin. I have someone that I... If I I'll tell you what I'm gonna I'm gonna pick someone now and you can tell me whether or not you agree with it or not. I'm gonna take Latavius Murray because Mark I, Ingram played really well in that offense. And if anything were to happen to Alvin Kamara, he would be the number one guy. And Mark Ingram still had some value, you know, last right. year and uh, the year before. That was my thought process. I had him in in queue. 
Yeah, I I really I think that Latavius Murray uh, is a skilled back. He's not you know a, a world beater by any means, but that offensive line is still intact, and they were re- very very good last mm-hmm. year. And that team is going to be scoring a lot. If they're on the goal line, they're going to punch it punch it in with him over yeah. Kamara. Sometimes I think Alvin Kamara offers a little more versatility in the passing game, and so right. in that situation, and he did have a couple of goal line uh, goal line mm-hmm. attempts. Um, but you know, I, I think that Latavius Murray is going to be their guy. They go to it in bruiser situations. And he, he, in all fairness, he played well uh, in Minnesota. In a of spots, yeah, uh, Minnesota yeah. when he was with Oakland, he played really well. Yeah, and in the limited uh, time that he had, I there, remember yeah. watching his breakout game, and everyone was like, "Who, who is this guy?" Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> when he was in Oakland, he just kind of came out of nowhere, and he hasn't lived up to that that hype. But he's still a solid receiver. All right, my turn. You take a kicker now? I'm really no. <laughs> oh, someone took Larry Fitz, and I kind of wanted to take Larry Fitz because he's fairly sure-handed. Yeah, and he, he honestly he had a couple of duds last season, but he, I think towards the end of the of the year he had a, a little bit of a resurgence. Right. Um, I want I need to take another running back and I just don't know who to take. At this point you're you're in you, you can take Carlos Hyde and think you know hopefully maybe he he comes back, you know, uh cuz I just don't know if Damian Williams will be able to keep that job for very long. He's no. he's talented. I I, I I was looking at Carlos Hyde, I think I'm going to take him cuz he also doesn't have many conflicts with me. Right. And again, it's it's that offense. Right. You know, and and if like I said if anything happens to, to Damian Williams, that's yeah. the guy they're going to go to. Uh, not a super gifted runner, but again, an offensive line that's very good, uh, and an offense that's very, very powerful. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not faulting you at all for taking Carlos Hyde there at a round eleven, pick nine <laughs> or pick yeah. eight rather. Um, yeah, it's some notable names here at the top of the board. Kiki QT still on there. Uh, actually, he just went. Uh, no, he gone. Dante Moncrief uh, still on the board. Round twelve, pick two is where we're Baker at. Baker right Mayfield just got taken off the board. Yeah. Yeah, Dante Moncrief right now at the top, which I, I was surprised to learn how how young he still is. I think he's like 24 years old. And I was like, I, th- I feel like Dante Moncrief's been in the league for like 16 Forever. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Geronimo Allison's still on there. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And it's it's anyone's guess as to who's going to be that number two uh, wide receiver in in Aaron Rodgers' you know, arsenal there. Oh, um, it's my turn. Geronimo Allison had some good seasons. Um, Deshaun Jackson's still on the board. I think that's... Uh, a good one. I'm going to go with Matt Breida. No, <laughs> I think I'm going. No, Matt Breida wouldn't be too much of a reach. See, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking Eric Ebron. Okay. Because if yeah. all goes according to plan, I won't need him. I can use him for trade bait. Right. But also, let's say Jack Doyle gets hurt, I'm sliding him in because he was a. You know, yeah, he was a monster. Yeah, in, in those games where uh, where Jack. Bowles you know, are. so it, the, when you get into the later rounds too, you really got to think about getting some trade chips. Yeah, and you getting know? some value at picks. You know, mm-hmm. if someone goes down, obviously you can't really count on injuries. That's, yeah, you know. I mean, he was Ebron was the number five tight end in in fantasy last year, and I just got him in round 12. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that Jack Doyle is still the number one, and him and, and Andrew Luck are. are you know, have a connection like, you know, a few others do. In the right, league. and I, I think that's the only reason why they're the number one because Ebron's the more talented tight end, I personally think. Sure. I think he's more athletic. I think Ebron, or not Ebron, uh, Doyle. Doyle blocks better. And but, I think that 
but that Doyle, there's something to be said about having like a certain connection. Well, with the and that, that's yeah. what I was going to say. That's that's the biggest reason why I think he keeps the job. There were times where they were not on the same page last year, but you know that 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 was my pick. All right, we are in round twelve. Devin Singletary, Geronimo Allison taking off the board. Marcus Valdez Scantling. They're kind of like right there, back to back, according to the uh, the ESPN projections. There, and it's like because you they don't know who's the number two there yet. No, so it's really kind of anyone's guess. I think that uh, Valdez Scantling has. I think he's more talented. He, I think well, he's not, he's not only is he very talented, but he's got some measurables too. Yeah, I think he's like six four, six five, something like yeah, that. And if he can get on the boy. same, yeah, if he can get on the same page. Uh, as Aaron Rodgers now with you know another year of being in the uh, in the system, mm-hmm. I think it'll help him a lot. You should take Tom Brady. I don't think I will. Oh, I don't think yikes. I will. No. Ooh, someone reaching for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, you know yeah, he put him on ice for ten weeks, but he was he was productive. He, he's good for a playoff push. Yeah, if you if you think you're gonna make it to the playoffs, I mean, I guess you you can stash him, or if he gets traded somewhere else and becomes like the feature back somewhere, you know. Right. But again, that's such such a long way down the road. Uh, but again, I mean, we're in, we're in round twelve, so yeah. If you really you know feel like you can bypass all of these guys and and go for for someone like that, uh, then okay, you know, I I, I would fault you because I think that's you know, a dumb idea. I think I would just <laughs> rather pick him up on waivers if he's still there. Oh yeah. But, I wouldn't know. waste the draft pick. But, I mean, honestly, we're starting to look really thin anyways. Uh, like Honestly, a lot for me now, I think, is picking some guys that may be a little younger with high upside that maybe they're either rookies or second or third year guys that might be looking to kind of make that leap right. to the next level because the talent is there. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're more familiar with their systems and everything. But, you know... It's it's one of those things too. You really gotta start thinking. In, we're in round thirteen, or yeah. just about in round thirteen. I think I'm gonna take Matt Breida here. And That's a solid pick. Yeah, I think that he's one of those guys where you know he's always got like a little bit of an injury, but he always seems to kind of play through it. Yeah. And I think that uh, that offense with uh, with Shanahan out there is gonna be uh, pretty solid, especially with Jimmy Grapps coming back. Jimmy um, G. Jimmy G. Uh, I think he'll be. I think he'll be all right. Uh, the only thing I worry about with Brita and why I've I've passed on him a couple of times seeing him is the fact that they have Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon now. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a lot of touches. I mean, both of those guys. But I think Jarek McKinnon is going to start the year um, on the injured list. I think a I you're think I right. Read, yeah, I remember reading something about that. So, uh, for but me, Tevin and. and they they're gonna need uh, to figure out how to distribute those touches, and because McKinnon's not in, in there practicing right now, mm-hmm. I think it's, it just leaves a, a big question mark. Right. But again, you're like you said, you're in round twelve, so yeah, exactly. So if he can kind of distinguish himself in that backfield, I think it might go. Uh, oh, Jared Goff. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a, yeah. In the back to back on the other end of that back to back, in the beginning of round thirteen, I think it's a good spot to oh, take uh, a I'm up. Jared Goff. Hello. For me, uh, Jared Goff had, <laughs> you know, he's getting you know some of his guys back healthy. Uh, hopefully, you know, Cooper Cup can progress and 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 you know come back to to form uh, relatively quickly. Uh, they're saying Todd Gurley is feeling better. You know, and he's healthy and, and ready to go, and they have some insurance just in case. You know, because we saw what mm-hmm. happened when that running game kind of didn't flow as well. But they thankfully brought in C.J. Anderson, who kind of helped carry that load a little bit. Um, but to me, I mean, Jared Goff had uh, quite a few weeks where he was a top of the uh, 
of the QB ratings. You know, he had some really solid, solid weeks. And uh, for me, if you're reaching and, and you know, if you're in round 13 and you want an every week starter, I mean, Tom Brady was still there. Kyler Murray was still there. And Kyler Murray could be one of those guys who can who can run a little bit. You know, he's a, he's definitely a scrambler for sure. Right. Um, but I just don't know how much we can trust that offensive line to protect mm-hmm. him and give him time to throw. Right. And that's really what's, you know, where you rake your bread and butter. As uh, a, I think as a he, he's also going to do a lot with his feet. Yeah, again, but that's the thing. I'd rather just go with with Jared Goff right now and just say like, okay, you know that I've seen him throw for you know three, four, five hundred yards <laughs> and, and right. quite a few touchdowns. Uh, and he's got the tools to do it. He's got an offensive, uh, you know, head coach, offensive minded head coach who does a good job of putting him in, in good situations. So I, I'm comfortable taking Jared Goff right there over guys like Tom Brady, who you know, if, Tom Brady, obviously he's a good quarterback. You know, and he, he's had some of his best seasons, uh, even, you know, into his, you know, late 30s, early 40s. Right. So, you know, I guess I couldn't fault you for taking Tom Brady right away, but that wide receiver room isn't as good as it has been in years past. I mean, that could change very quickly. Yeah, if too. Josh Gordon comes back, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they, they're basically trying to replace Gronk with big physical receivers. You know, if we drafted Nikhil Harry, which... We don't do particularly right. well. Oh, I'm on the clock. You are, oh. and your boy and Keel Harry is still there. Yeah. You gonna take him? No, I'm gonna <laughs> sure up. I'm gonna sure up the defense here. Not a bad idea. There's only a couple of uh, bench spots left, and yeah. So who do I want to take? Mm. Are you uh, kind of guy who takes a backup tight end? I've thought about it. Yeah, I already did. Did you? Yeah, I got Ebron. That's right. Who's your first tight end off the board? I can't Vance remember. McDonald. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I, I don't know, with a backup tight end. It's I'm gonna take. Like, I'm gonna take the Jags here. Jags I defense. I usually don't like to burn a roster spot on it, but mm-hmm. if like in, in the case of Ebron, I got him so late, you know, and there was no one I really loved mm-hmm. on there. If right. I feel confident and you know both tight ends are playing well, if I have to, I can throw him in the flags, you sure. know. I don't. I don't think I will need to given no. my wide receiver situation. <laughs> Probably not. My wide receivers are ridiculous. I have. Let's see. I still got a defense spot left, a kicker spot, and a and a bench spot. So I think I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and just see if I can find some some value here towards the end. Um, you know, if if Jordan Reed is still there, I might take a dart throw on Jordan Reed because when he's healthy, he's solid. He's good. The problem is he's yeah. never healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I can always go with Greg Olson too, because he's again one of those guys with that rapport with Cam Newton is something right. else. But again, he can't stay healthy. Well, and if if Cam gets hurt or something like that, mm-hmm. Trey it, Burton also on the board. Trey uh, Burton. And I had him last year, and he had he was good for a couple of of top end, you know, tight end uh, weeks. But uh, for some reason, they didn't target him that much. No, and I was surprised because Matt Nagy is a an Andy Reid disciple, you know, and, and well, so, and they went out of their way and traded for right exactly and so i figured that he would kind of be a little higher but i could always go the homer pick and uh (laughs) and go for kenny stills or albert wilson Uh, albert wilson really did really well uh, last year in uh galen balage no i'm not gonna say galen balage um oh well then i'm gonna remove him from my queue (laughs) (laughs) um man who do i want to go with here in my opinion take balal powell no i'm gonna take trey burton I'm going to take Trey Burton just because I don't think that that Washington offense is going to be that good, number one. Uh, and number two, um, I just don't know if I can trust Greg Olson, number one, to stay healthy. And number two, I've already got Christian McCaffrey, so that would already be someone who's you know 
on the Panthers right offense, you know, and I kind of like diversifying where I'm, where I'm at there. Um, so taking Trey Burton with my last bench spot here. Now, uh, it's forcing me to pick a, a defense here. Oh, um, I mean, that's all you have left to pick that or a kicker. Um, I think I'm going to go with the saints defense here. Mm. Yeah, I think I will. Just because I think that he is that, that well, that the Saints he defense. Is. Yeah, no, he is uh, the Saints defense. To me, they to, they they have such a good pass rush. I think that um, I'm blanking on the name of their uh, their corner. That's really good. Marshawn Lattimore. Yes, I think he's going to have a little bit of a of a resurgence there. You know, and if they can stay healthy, they're going to be right. off the Cam off Jordan. the field. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I think that because their offense is so good, their defense is going to come onto the field refreshed because I don't think the Saints really go three and out very often. Right. Um, so I think that's going to going to be all right. Who are you targeting here with your... Uh... I'm taking Will Lutz. Will Lutz. He's, yeah. uh, again, good offense, good kicker, uh, plays indoors. That's, uh, yeah. that's obviously, you know, all you... You really have to worry about. He was a part of my championship team last year. Yeah, I've got the uh, the last pick in the draft here, and I know no one really cares. now full. How'd I go? Why did I do that? That was your last pick. We're over. That's it. The... I thought I had one more. No, that was the last round, buddy. Sorry. Oh, no. I clicked draft when I was trying to hit remove from the queue. I took a second kicker. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh no. this is why you pay attention, kids. It is. Oh, man. Well, I have Kamini Fairbairn. Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, I can drop him and get... Uh, my last pick was actually going to be Damian Harris, uh, the running back, the rookie running back from the for the Patriots, mm-hmm. just because it's good to have a handcuff with, you know, the running situation in New England. If either either of the two running backs, Sony or James White, go down, right. he's going to see an increase in touches. Yeah. You know? Not a not a bad plan. Not a, not a bad dart throw. I can go back onto waivers later and grab him. That's exactly yeah. right. Because I don't think anyone else is going. No, I don't think anyone picked him. All right, so I'm still waiting for this last person to pick their last pick before I pick my kicker, and I'm going to take Giorgio Tavecchio. Oh, and uh, you know, for me, I'm just picking him because Atlanta plays in a dome. Yep, and that offense I think is going to be really good. So <laughs> that's really, I mean, those are really the only qualifications for kicker I think uh, you really need. Uh, I'd like someone who plays indoors because then, you know, the wind obviously isn't a factor all that much. And if their offense is scoring points or at least moving the ball down the field, you know, you'll be all right. I think you'll right. get some, you know, some good stuff there. So let me go ahead before we uh, wrap things up here. I'd like to, to go ahead and plug um, the Roto trade. Uh, oh, you want to do that right now? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I'm not super confident in my team right now. So Roto Trade, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, is a fantasy football team uh, and trade analysis uh, machine. They kind of do um, their own independent rankings, and they will uh, kind of analyze what weaknesses your team has, uh, where you know you should think about uh, moving... Um, you know, certain players to upgrade and bolster other parts of your, of your roster, especially if you're, you know, you're super heavy on, uh, on, you know, solid, uh, wide receivers or running backs, or whatever, and you need to improve another position on your roster. Uh, this, uh, this website does it for you. 
Um, there's a couple of other options. I just use RotoTrade because that's what I've, I've used for a couple of years now, and they, they seem to have pretty decent advice, uh, and they update their, their rankings somewhat regularly. Uh, but if you have one of your of your own choice, you know, obviously feel free uh, to use your own. They're not sponsoring the uh, Somewhat Sports Podcast yet. Wink, hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, if they'd like to, go ahead and uh, email somewhatsports at gmail.com. But <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and we'll plug our, our rosters in here, and we'll see what the uh, the grades are for this draft. Yeah. Before you hit enter, you want to take a guess at what your your team is going to be? Uh, I'm having trouble logging in because I can't remember my password. So give me a second. (laughs) I'm already typing mine in. Are you? I think mine's going to be around a 90. Oh, you're that confident, huh? I think it's going to be solid. I just, you know, I have a lot of safe got people as far as floors go. Right. Which, I mean, there's something to be said for that for that strategy. You know, you don't want to try some guy I was going to get, you know, five points, uh, especially, you know, when every week means something. It's like the NFL every week, you know, one week behind, it could, it could really put a damper on your uh, on your season. Right. Yeah. And one thing I do like about Roto Trade also is that it allows you to put in other, you know, you can put in other teams, you know, for example, like opponents teams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, you can kind of figure out what their weaknesses are. So you can kind of like, if you want to facilitate a trade and say, Hey, you know, I put, you know, your stuff into this, into this app. And it says that, you know, you could really use some help at, at running back. Um, you know, I happen to have, you know, six extra running backs, you know, <laughs> whatever. Right. You know, and also it, and it gives you, uh, it gives you trade analyzers, you know, which is always really important because, you know, if you want to say, Oh, you know, does this person and this person, uh, traded for this person make any sense, you know, and, and, that kind of does that for you, uh, or you can you know tweet at me or uh, or Nick. Nick, what's your what's your Twitter Twitter handle? Nick Stone thirty nine. There you go. So if you want to go ahead and, and and tweet at Nick, or if you want to tweet at me at John Dennis Radio. That's J O N uh, Dennis Radio. Um, if you want to tweet some questions at us, I'd be happy to answer them for you, provided that you're not in a, in a fantasy league that I'm currently in because I'm trying to beat you. So I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> but anyone else. Uh, who listens to the podcast and you want some uh, some fantasy advice? I'd be more than happy to uh, to give you my point or two. And that's the thing. I mean, with 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 these, you know, uh, with fantasy football, it's it's always kind of a dart throw, you know. But having you know some people who may have heard different information or have you know different uh, different experiences or you know whatever. I mean, not everyone knows everything. Obviously, now there's so much information out there. It's tough. Yeah, exactly. So getting you know an extra an extra pair of eyes on on your roster, or maybe you know some some advice, and see if you know you're kind of between two options and what someone else thinks. Maybe they have a, a point of view that you haven't thought of yet. Um, like I said, you know, feel free to email me uh, anytime, or not email me, uh, tweet at me. Uh, that's always uh, that's always fun. All right, so you did. You avoided my question. What do you think your team's at? Um, I want to say, I mean, looking at my team, I think it's really solid. Um, I want to say probably like ninety-two because mm. I'm, I'm very confident in my team. Uh, you're you're definitely a better drafter than I am. I will give you that. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I um, uh, no, I make my money in trades and things like that. Yeah, uh, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, the, the the draft is only the start of certain things. If you right. want a guy that you feel like you can target, I mean, a lot of times there's no price that's that's too high, you know, for for some of these guys. You know, if you if you really want, you know, wanted Saquon at, at number one overall, 
or in your league or whoever was taken number one overall, um, you know, you can find a trade for him if you really feel that that confident in, mm-hmm. in a certain person. And it might be the difference between you uh, you going home with a trophy and not. But yeah, I I like to consider myself a pretty good drafter, and I like to sit on the waiver wire a lot too. I kind of like yeah. I got my ear to the ground in a lot of uh, in a lot of these cases. So Oof, this is rough. Where do they have you at? Eighty-seven. Uh, it doesn't surprise me because, um, just because of the way that my draft position fell, I really didn't get a good shot at a good like top tier running back right right and that's honestly a lot of times what makes or breaks you and this is this is you know before the season starts so this this will adjust as time goes on right you know it this doesn't take into account nick chubb you know making that leap as a second year guy yeah you know, things like that yeah a lot of times it's, it's all it's all speculative you know and mm-hmm. you can Again, these these analyzing tools that you can find, you know, on the internet. I think like there's a hundred different websites that you know I can direct you to, and they all will probably say something somewhat different. But at the end of the day, it's really how you feel, and it's all odds. That's really all it is. It's really yep. all odds. That's... But I mean, everything else, wide receivers was an A, tight end they gave me a B, uh, flex A, QB B plus, kicker because I have two. Uh, <laughs> I got an A. Defense, I got an A. Depth, I have a B. Um, and then they just said that utilize some of my my depth at receiver and tight end to to leverage it into a solid running back. But my I like I like what they did with the website this year because it also gives you like an NFL team comp. Mm. And mine is the Rams. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now, I have a, a team score of 89, which is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, Look playoff, at you. Playoff chances are at a 86% with a record of 7-5. and five. They're predicting I lose in the in the semifinals. Uh, they they gave me the same same yeah. exact thing. 7-5, and five, lose in the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so we're not playing each other in the semifinals. <laughs> no, apparently not. Uh, the team comp uh, is also the Los Angeles Rams, interestingly enough. Um, oh, it makes me feel like this is less valid now. Yeah, so they're, the QB analysis, they gave me a B-plus for grabbing a, a Jared Goff. Uh, no QBs on the bench, which, you know, some people like having QBs on the bench. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Right. Uh, it depends on who's there, where I'm at. If yeah. I were to take a backup quarterback, I, I was thinking about taking Kyler Murray just to see how he develops. Yeah, that's not a that's not a bad idea, especially like, you know, you had such good luck with Patrick Mahomes last year that you know, right. if you can capture lightning in a bottle again, that'd be... Uh, That'd be pretty nice. My right. running back analysis uh, says I'm at a B minus there for running backs, uh, which I think is a little a little low because I think that Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones is a pretty solid one two punch. Wait, what would they give you again? A uh, B minus. B minus. Yeah, I thought that was a bit a bit They're rough. harsh yeah, on the I know, on the running back analysis. Apparently, you've got a B minus. Yeah. Uh, Chris Carson uh, is my my flex play there, so I've got nice. an A for that. Um, my wide receiver analysis. They've got me. They got me at a C plus, Woo! which I think is 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 kind because of, I got all the wide receivers. That's probably in true. But I mean, Mike Evans and DJ Moore. I think obviously you know DJ Moore is kind of a speculative ad because you know well, you're and, hoping and that you have AJ expounds. Green's you know waiting right. You know yeah, and so that's that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Uh, but in, like, in and one. also like I said, they they don't anticipate young players breaking out right it's it's what they're yeah. what they're saying it's at right now yeah uh they got they gave me a uh a c for uh or sorry an a plus for tight end analysis for it because i got zach Ertz as my tight end right that's um, fair which is solid 
Uh, and then Trey Burton's my backup, but they said my my backup tight ends are unremarkable. So I'll tell Trey Burton that Roto Trade said he's unremarkable. Uh, their place kicker analysis for Giorgio Tavecchio is a C. Apparently, he's an awful starting kicker. Um, and it, honestly, if he's if he was he's, good in Oakland that one year. Yeah, to me, I again, he's he's uh, I'm I'm willing to take a risk on him because otherwise I can just stream right. kickers. But again, good offense plays indoors yeah i mean that's really yep. <laughs> that's that's all you could ask for for, uh, for a kicker sometimes uh the new orleans saints uh are my defense kind of a weaker starting defense gave me a c for that and a c for uh for bench step which i mean to be honest you have more c's than i do and your team is rated higher than mine <laughs> yeah but i'm um, you know they take into account how uh, better looking i am uh, they don't because uh, then I'd be, I'd be the 89-ish. Yeah. So, yeah, Jared Goff, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Zach Ertz, Chris Carson. Uh, it's a solid starting lineup. And then A.J. Green coming off the bench whenever he decides to get healthy. Marvin Jones, uh, Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson, Latavius Murray, Matt Breida, and, uh, and Trey Burton. I think that's a solid team. I so solid here's team. my team. Carson Wentz, Nick Chubb, James White, Odell. Devontae Adams, Vance McDonald, Adam Thielen, Will Lutz, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then on the bench, Austin Eckler, Carlos Hyde, Mike Williams, Corey Davis, DK Metcalf, Eric Ebron. And I really just took DK Metcalf. Most of them. Oh, yeah. No, I I like DK Metcalf. Because he looks like a freaking superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 0% body fat. I know. Yeah. yeah. As you can see, I draft a lot of big physical receivers. Yeah. Uh, Yes, yeah, so you can win the ball at the point of attack. It's yeah. always nice. It's like uh, the show, The League, with um, Jenny has issues with shorter receivers. She's accused of being a height supremacist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how my receiving core <laughs> is. My goodness. Yeah, right. I've got all guys that are like 6'3 and up, right. except for Odell. Odell's a smaller guy, but everyone else is big, big receiver. All right, so let's give some some love here to to Bubby's team. Uh, Deshaun Watson at quarterback, Le'Veon Bell at running back. Who, I mean, if he could be what he you know what he was in 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 Pittsburgh, that's a heck of a pick. I uh, mean, but it, who knows? You know, I think that his performance is going to be based on the offensive line play. Right. I think that his talent is still there. I think that the offensive line is going to need to get used to his running style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and how patient he is, and just making sure they hold their blocks for for a longer period of time. Right, uh, David Montgomery, his second running back, which again a, a solid runner. I think that uh, I think he'll do well in Chicago. Uh, Amari Cooper uh, is solid. He was I wouldn't say he was a flash in the pan last year. He played really well. Dak Prescott had, had seemed to have a pretty good uh, rapport with him. So I, I don't know if I would trust him to be you know a, a twenty point per game kind of wide receiver over the course of a full season. Uh, but he had a couple of games where he was scoring 40-plus points, especially if you're in PPR. Uh, so it's tough to say no to that upside. Stephon Diggs, uh, his other wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, which is solid. Uh, of course, you know probably number one ranked tight end overall. Uh, Kenny mm-hmm. Galladay as his flex. Patriots defense, Mike uh, Badgley as his kicker. Darius Geis, which of course, you know he's got to go with the uh, the hometown, <laughs> you know, Washington. Surprised uh, Dwayne Haskins isn't on his roster. Yeah, yeah, right? No kidding. Oh my goodness. He loves talking about Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Miles Sanders also on his team, which we've talked a little bit about my, uh, Miles Sanders and his uh, mm-hmm. propensity to let go of the football. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the Sanders team looks like it. Uh, <laughs> Cortland yeah, Sutton right. on there too, which I, I thought was interesting going back to back with the uh, Denver's wide receivers. But I guess if it's not one, Handcuff. it'll be, it'll be yeah. the other. Uh, James Washington, uh, Jalen Richard, and uh, Anthony Miller. I don't know. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what, your girlfriend knows how to draft a team. 
Yeah, my girlfriend actually was part of the uh, a part of this team, and uh, her team uh, looks uh, kind of uh, scary. <laughs> well, see, the, I like having the back end, either the first or, or last picks, because yeah. you get those two picks. Back to back. I mean, she had Todd Gurley. Yeah, and Todd Julio Gurley fell Jones. to the tenth pick. Yeah, if Todd I, Gurley falls to the tenth pick in your draft, you take him. Yeah. If he and, falls past, I mean, I mean, honestly, I picked. I picked Christian McCaffrey because I think he was the safest with the most upside at that spot. But if you're like back end of the first round or he's still there at the top end of the second round, you take I think that ceiling is still just as high as it always was. I think his floor is lower. Yeah, because there was a time there was a time last year where he kind of like and and I think this is kind of where it started. I can't remember who who they were playing against, but he fell super awkwardly and he finished out the game. um, But it wasn't he kind of wasn't the same after that. But I think that kind of that's kind of what spurned this whole thing with Todd Gurley. But I think right. with, a, with a full off season of, of recovering, um, I'm sure they'll manage his load a little more uh, this season. But I still think he'll be really, really top end talent. Uh, you can't argue with that. So I, I wouldn't hate you for going Todd Gurley. You know, even as high as like four or five. You know, the, honestly, looking at all of like our opponents' teams, there's some pretty nice parity here. Yeah, there is a one so. team where it's like, oh man, they're just head and shoulders above everybody but there's also no team that's like wow they did a terrible job drafting yeah my my, my girlfriend's got a three-headed monster of uh, matt ryan todd Gurley, and julio jones and i will say julian edelman is the number one wide receiver in that room right now and you know how much tom brady loves his continuity and mm-hmm. he doesn't mm-hmm. like really trusting rookies all that much and trusting new guys to the locker room all that much um so yeah especially with gronk gone I think Julian Edelman's going to have a really, really good season. If he, even if he is getting a little on in years, I think he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be really solid, especially in uh, in PPR leagues for sure, for sure. Uh, but she's yeah, also got OJ Howard. I want to check Sony Michelle. My goodness, Kiki QT. Which I mean, if he works out, I think he'll be really solid. Also, he's yeah, yeah. man. So this might actually be the best team. Who are you looking at? Orlando. Let's see. His quarterback is questionable. Orlando, by the way, a longtime uh, fan of the show. We went to yep. college with our buddy Orlando, and his it's pretty solid. I can see in some areas where I, I he made picks that if they pan out, great. If they don't, then it'll Antonio be Brown, scary. you know, yeah. one, one of those ones. Just Leonard you Fournette don't know how too. his feet. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. I'm not super comfortable with. Um, but I mean, Marlon Max a, a, a great pick just because the volume's going to be there. Yeah, um, I know you had your concerns if they get behind in games, but that defense is really good, so yeah. they may not end up behind in a lot of games. Not necessarily. Sure, I can see that. I can see that. The only thing is with at, at Marlon, where Marlon Mack is being drafted, there are other guys who, at, who right. I'd rather have. Right. You know, I think I, I think in that round that Marlon Mack was gone, I think I drafted Chris Carson, which I would rather have Chris Carson than uh, Marlon Mack, even though Marlon Mack had a couple of really solid games last year. Well, and you know, if Antonio Brown doesn't pan out, he has Jarvis Landry on the bench. Right, who um, I think will be have a solid floor. Yeah, solid floor. I mean, he's got sure hands. Yeah, he, he'll be okay. You know, Golden Tate when he gets back, always consistent. Um, you know, it, it, question mark there is just are the Giants going to be worth anything? Right. Um, Deshaun Jackson, always yeah. a good pick. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he's kind of again one of those boomer bust guys. I think. Yeah. I think if he had Ryan Fitzpatrick every uh, every game of the season, he'd be. Well, you know, I mean, let's not forget Carson Wentz does not have you know a a terrible arm. His arm is ridiculous. Yeah, he always had a strong arm. So I think that that's you know they they set their offense up kind of the same way that 
the Patriots like to have their offense set up where they have top tier player at each level. Yeah. So I think that that'll be good. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, for joining us uh, for this draft mock draft special here at the uh, Somewhat Sports Podcast. Uh, I think that what I really want to do. I don't know if this is going to be if we're going to keep these teams or if this is just going to be like a like a. I mean, I think I'll just kind of keep an eye on this team as the season goes on, just to see how well right. uh, they did. You know, just because it's interesting. But I think I still want to do a uh, a somewhat sports fantasy league where it's like people who really are our big listeners of the uh the somewhat sports podcast because we do have a, a dedicated uh base of listeners who, who tune in every week and we really appreciate that uh, uh, i'll have fun beating all of them too i don't know about that mm. uh but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you'll you'll want in on that um of course you know the three uh the three hosts will be part of the because uh, that's the thing we didn't really get to have john uh in on this mock draft because he's on a, on a work trip out of uh, out of the country unfortunately uh well i guess fortunately for him you know because he's got a job and they take him to nice fun places yeah i was gonna say he's traveling <laughs> the world I, right. I don't feel i don't feel bad for him no right no but uh, he wasn't unfortunately for us he wasn't able to be right. here uh so i think that what we'll do is we'll get a, a team together or i guess a, a league together for you know the somewhat sports uh, somewhat sports hosts maybe some of the the guest co-hosts will be a part of it uh and then we could talk a little smack you know maybe have some of the uh, some of the listeners involved as well if, uh, if you're interested um and i think it'd be a, a whole lot of fun so without further ado thank you so much for listening to this draft special of the somewhat sports podcast uh on behalf of Bubby Johnson, who couldn't be here, and John Williams, my two co-hosts who uh, couldn't be here. You can follow, actually, before I let me uh, give the the plugs real quick for the social media. Oh, always the do that every, I know, I know. Uh, Bubby, uh, you can follow Bubby on Twitter and on Instagram at uh, Y'all Know Bubs. That's Y-A-L-K-N-O-B-U-B-B-S. And uh, for John Williams, it's JL Williams 5 exclusively. On, uh, on Instagram, you can catch me on Twitter. Exclusively, yeah, he, he has a deal with, you know, with Instagram. He can't can't yeah. be on Twitter. <laughs> exactly, yeah, ra- you know, radius clauses, non competes, the right. whole, whole uh-huh. big thing, high level stuff, guys. Yeah, you know, he is, he is who he is. Uh, you can also check us out on the on Somewhat Sports uh, Twitter and Instagram at Somewhat Sports. And uh, my friend Nick here. Oh yeah, uh, Nick Stone thirty nine on both Twitter and Instagram. Keep it nice and simple for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Bob uh, Bubby's is uh, Y A L K N O underscore B U B B S. I thought it was an underscore in there. I had to double check. So uh, make sure you throw that underscore in there if you're going to throw Bubby a uh, follow on there. And, uh, and of course, you know, uh, please do do us a favor: rate, review, subscribe uh, to the podcast if you have not already. We're available on iTunes or not iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify podcasts, Google podcasts. If you just Google somewhat sports, uh, there's like a thousand other different things. I guess we're like the iHeartRadio podcast too, for some reason. I don't know how we came a part of that. I guess our hosting site takes care of all that stuff on the back end for us, which is nice. Um, but yeah, any, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, check us out. So much sports uh, podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. You have a great week. 